0: Not all children are the same, just like there's no two same humans in this world. And so we had to learn the different personalities and how not only to interact with them, how to correct them, how to have them interact with each other, how to discuss certain things with them, how to discipline them, you know, whatever it may be. everyone, we are Greg and Jackie Francis, and welcome to High Performance Parenting, where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week we will bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six, <laughs> yeah, six. Happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are confidently equipped to win big in life.
1: We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, today, we thought we would open up the conversation between me and my lovely, lovely lady here. Episode four, guys. It's episode four. I'm so sorry. Melancholy woman. <laughs> like, I get what kind of
0: intro are you doing? <laughs> my kind. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, the best kind. But yeah. um, I thought we would take a little bit of time. Jackie and I were just talking. This is fun because, you know, as it's like now we're having to package our thoughts around these topics. Normally, Jackie and I would be discussing these things almost daily over the past 14 years, but they're in different random settings. You know, maybe it's at the end of the night and, you know, we kick the kids in another room and we get a chance to slow down and talk for a few minutes. Or, you know, like today we go out to lunch and the whole time in the car, we're kind of talking. But it's kind of fun because we're starting to organize some thoughts. And one of the things we started talking about that we thought we'd share with you in this episode is just some... You know there's 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 gonna be a lot of topics here, big and small. Our goal is to make sure that there's a lot of like very specific, actionable examples of different things that we do, because I feel like the more examples the better of everyday real-world stuff. But there's also some more, I would say, fundamental slash foundational um type of things that we've had to build into our family that Like, when we think about it, we don't... It's hard for us to even envision how our family would be healthy if they didn't implement these things, Yeah.
0: So, even just starting from the beginning, you know, I was thinking here, thinking, um, what are some of the things that, right off the bat, has helped us with our children with parenting? Mm -hmm. And, um, like, for instance, one thing that we both looked at each other and was like, it is so important to understand your kids' love languages.
1: Right. Like... And by the way, we'll, we'll talk about these in detail in right. other episodes. But but just yeah, in a general
0: overview. is understanding each kid's individual love language. Now, some people may have uh, one child and that's, you know, you're able to connect real quickly and find out what their love language is. In our situation, we have six children yeah. and all six of them have different first love languages. Yeah. And for and- those of you that
1: haven't read the book, The Five Love Languages... Um, and you don't, you're not aware of this concept because I know when I first read it, I'd never heard of this before, but it, it basically is referencing that we all have what's called a love tank and there's certain things that you put into your tank that actually fill it. And when your love tank is empty, you don't act like you, you don't act anything like you. In fact, you act like a much lesser version of you. You might be ornery, you might be bitter, you might be sad, Well, you, you might be
0: emotional, awful. you might be but needy, you might. But you're not you.
1: Is well, it that? no. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that that was one of the things when we first studied, actually, when we first started dating, we studied the five long languages to learn each other's love languages. Come yep. to find out, Greg's all of them. And so I had a full job. <laughs> You're so full of it. Um,
1: <laughs> you are the one who can't decide week by week.
0: And then after we studied each Mine's other's, um, then once we studied each other's, you know, once we brought on these little humans in our life, it was so important to study theirs because um, all of us, have a busy life like all of us do like whether you're working full-time whether you're a parent full-time whether you're um, running businesses whether you're traveling whatever it may be we all have things in our life that will take time to do and take us away sometimes from our families to do it and so when you are with your family and you are with your kids you want to make sure that you're helping fill them to the best possible way you can so they can feel as much love as possible so that everybody can work better together so we did that we studied all the love languages talked to our kids and found out which one they were individually so that when we were with them they felt not only loved but secure yeah and they felt um confident yeah and they felt appreciated and um and that way we can always go back to it because then when our kids are behaving in ways that are not normal for them we do a little reflection we sit back and we realize have we not been feeling that for their their love language, because kids don't know how to ask for it. No, They don't know how to say, I really miss quality time with you, mom. Dad, will you please throw the baseball with me? You know, hey, will you rub my back? Mm -hmm. You know, they don't know how to ask that. They just act out in ways that are not becoming of them.
1: Then they get ornery when they don't have it. And then you're trying to correct their orneriness. And you think that there's an orneriness problem that needs to be fixed through discipline. But really, it's a love tank problem. And so... We're gonna go into this. We're we will. Gonna, we, we literally probably will take a few episodes in on this one. We we'll probably even interview our kids about it. I think uh, it'd
0: be great because they would tell you all their individual ones and how to, they get filled.
1: Yeah, and and even w- with them knowing this stuff now, it's amazing because they even know how to interact with each other better.
0: Fill each other's and fill and, ours
1: and us. Yeah.
0: Another cool. thing we thought was super important is understanding all your kids' personalities. Yeah. You know what I mean? N- not all children are the same. Just like there's no two same humans in yeah. this world. And so we had to learn the different personalities and how not only to interact with them, how to correct them. Yeah. At times, how to have them interact with each other. Yeah. How to discuss certain things with them, how to discipline them, you know, whatever it may be.
1: How to actually encourage them to live yes. within the strengths of their personality and not feel um like somebody else's is better, but actually right. en- engage and embrace in who you are because God made you that way. And,
0: and then- to be proud of it.
1: And to be proud of it, but also be aware of what the, you know, because any strength overextended can become a weakness. Mm -hmm. And so there's also weaknesses in it if you're not monitoring it.
0: Or you're not aware of it. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that we encourage our kids with their personalities too, is to understand their strengths and their weaknesses so they can be aware
1: of it. And it's amazing though, just one last thing on that. Um, It's amazing how our kids, even when they interact with other kids, Usually afterwards, we're always talking. They're like, "Oh, this person, this is their personality type. <laughs> so oh, I can tell their personality is this." But but it's so cool because then they know how to adjust to and actually appreciate these other people's personalities. Well, and they don't get and angry. Well, and they mm-hmm. don't get
0: angry quickly. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that we talked about that I think has served us so well is both parents being on the same page all the time mm. with our parenting, mm-hmm. really being a stand together team.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, in our family, we we're we got a lot of moving parts. We got a, a lot of different businesses going on, a lot of different engagements, obviously with the children, and then just yeah. you and me trying to take time together and separately.
1: Yeah.
0: But oh my gosh, how important is it to make sure not only when, quote unquote, it's easy to parent and everything's going well,
1: Yeah.
0: but especially when things are a little off. Mm-hmm. Are you on the same page? And I will tell you many times, Greg and I have sat here, and maybe him and I are not really connected for whatever reason. Maybe we got in an argument that day, or maybe you know he's been traveling, or I've been traveling a lot, or it's maybe
1: probably something you did. But yeah,
0: most of the time it's what he does. <laughs> I was just trying to be polite. Um, but anywho, you know we just might not be connected. But the cool thing is because we have always come together and really discussed how to parent as much as studying anything else in our life, whether it's what business endeavor we're going to do, what investments we're going to do, whatever. We have always studied parenting so deeply and so passionately that we can trust that even if you and I aren't connecting on the same page that mm-hmm. we are always connecting with parenting though.
1: Yeah. And that's a great topic that we'll go into real detail about about what it means to be on the same page because you know, there's a lot of specific examples we could share, but it has been a foundation because, you know, our our kids don't have any opportunity if they don't like what one parent says or does to go to the other one and get some kind of a different answer, like that, that doesn't happen in our house. Like, and it never will because we decided that we are not going to let that happen.
0: No. And there's a trust factor to that. Not only between you and me, but our kids can trust that we're just going to do it the way mom said, Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: dad would say the same thing. Our mom would say the same thing. And if, and I'm not going to say that, you know, we always see eye to eye right away, but if we need to have a discussion, like, that we may or may not have had an agreement yeah. on how we were going to handle something, you yeah. and I go in a room, go out to eat, do something.
1: Put on the boxing gloves. And-
0: yeah, and I knock you out. And, uh,
1: I'm going sit now. <laughs> what? hello Cool J, it's too much. I don't even know. I think
0: we should take that out. That was- but um, I will just tell you, even if so, we've come back together. And even if we had to come back to the kids and be like, hey, there seems to be like there was a miscommunication with dad and I. This is how we're going to handle this situation. Yeah. And so we anyways, we'll, we'll get
1: more onto that. What's the next one, hon?
0: Another one is a biblically-based parenting. Yeah. That is something that we decided you know, a long I'll, time ago.
1: I'll speak to this real quick. It's kind of, we said it in the last episode, but you know there has to be a place where arguments end. <laughs> in other words... The, the noise in the world today and the opinions that everybody has Mm -hmm. and the experiences that they carry that probably weren't even the best experiences, but they're what they know and the desire to try to be right, you know, and, and all of that, how does, so how does anybody really know what is right and wrong? And there's only one way in our house. And that is, what does God's word say? That's the argument, ender And If I struggle with something, I got to get to the place where I'm in agreement with what God's word says. Um, Same with Jackie, same with our kids, everything. But it's important. Like, for instance, um, one of the things that is huge in in our life, like in so many categories, whether it's finances and stuff that we own, homes, cars, whatever, whether it's, uh, you know, um, jewelry, whether it is relationships, you name it. The the most important perspective we carry in this regard, and it applies to our kids for sure, is that our kids aren't just ours. Our kids are God's kids. Yes. And I'll tell you, when you see it that way, it changes everything. In other words, we don't see ourselves as the owners. We see ourselves as the highly paid managers for the owner, and our job is is to actually manage the way that the owner wants us to do it. Or we could get fired, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, so there's a level of respect yeah, that goes so, into that.
1: So that's, see, when you see things that way, and well, again, another topic we'll really dig into down the road, but it changes everything. So now it's like, okay, I can't parent the way that I feel like parenting. Because I will tell you, I'm kind of a big softy, and I'm kind of a fun-loving, sanguine kind of personality. But you know so so disciplining our kids could be a challenge for me you know if i didn't understand what god says about it and why it's important you know i mean there's so i have to do it god's way versus whatever way i feel like and jackie has to do the same but this is really really important see if you don't if you don't think that way i think you're setting yourself up to parent in a repetitive way you were probably parented which may not have been the most healthy because of generational things that have happened Right. Okay. What else then?
0: Yeah, and the last one is, you know, God what does God say about parenting? I mean it kinda goes hand in hand with what you just said about the biblical ways parenting, but what does he say about it? How does he define it? You yeah. know, how does he um, ask his children to children his children?
1: Yeah, in other words, it's like information here. It's like education. You That's know, right. the, another pillar of this is do you even know
0: what, what God, God says? says? Because or
1: are you just assuming?
0: You know, er, right. I, mean, I mean,
1: do you know scripture that backs us? Do you, do? have you, have you really looked into it? Because the reality is when we started doing that, it was mind blowing how clear it is. Like mind blowing how much scripture there is about raising children, right?
0: Well, and there's so much about it. Most people don't think you can go to the Bible to learn how to parent. You know, maybe that's just for other th- areas of your life. Yeah. But if you actually go and understand what God says about it, he takes it very serious, yeah. And 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 sometimes it's your immediate children your parenting, and sometimes it's extended children that yeah. you need to make sure that you're doing what God says. Yeah. And if you do it according to that, two things happen. Number one, kids trust you more. Mm-hmm. They they're not wondering what mom and dad are reading that week, what they're changing the week after that, or what they're guessing on. Yeah,
1: they're not they're not questioning. Do they even know? Do your parent, Do my parents know what they're talking about? Right. Correct.
0: And number two, they know what the expectation is. Right. So the minute they start questioning if they're behaving in a way, they're like, I can go to the Word and yep. ask God yep. myself. And that's ultimately what we want to prepare our kids for in the future, yeah. is to be able to internally ask God, is this according to you? Because eventually we won't be with them
1: 24-7. Yeah.
0: And we want them to make good decisions even when we're not there. You know,
1: have yeah, a but- I have a, as you know, I have a great friend, his name's Charlie, and we talk about all things spiritual all the time, and he's a dad of four as well. And I like to ask him sometimes, he's, he's just a little bit older than me, but his kids are a little bit older than ours, and he's a very wise guy, right? And he he's just he's, he's always given some great advice, and one of the things he says, one of his goals for his kids is to make sure that they understand how to walk in faith. He said there's a big difference between people who believe in God and people who actually believe God. Right, and so he says, "I want my kids to know what's in the Word, and to act on what's on the Word as right. a priority above everything." It's so powerful, you know. It never left me after he said that. So,
0: well, and it helps us stay on check too. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, have, I have two more. I know oh, them. you I, added some before yeah, it. I was thinking about them today, actually, and they're big ones. And I think we could keep adding to this list about what's Maybe we big will. ones, but yeah. you know, one of them is that it's so important to take the extra time whenever you are correcting kids, which is almost all the time, if we're getting honest about it, right? Through different seasons, that you always speak to their identity,
0: right? Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. so
1: important. In other words, if, if the kid does something rebellious, right? The worst thing you can do is say, you're such a rebel, you know, or if they do something that's mean, Gosh, you are such a mean person. See, those statements speak to a kid's identity and they embrace it. And our voices are loud in their life, the loudest. So instead of saying, okay, you know, you're mean, you just, well, what do we do, hun? Well, typically I say, you're
0: behaving in a way that is not becoming of you. That is not what God's asked you. I don't know why you're behaving like that.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not who you are. Mm hmm. And it, but it takes this extra time, and even as a parent, when you're emotional and you kind of wanna just be like, "What are you doing right now?" You know, oh, you, you yeah. have to take a step back and say, "Okay, I can't attach this to their identity." So I have to take the extra effort, the extra take a deep breath, the extra remember the big picture. You know, be more bigger than the emotional moment right now, and I have to say. Hey, whoever, Drews, Ellie, you name it, whatever. Hey, listen, I, I need you to understand something. You have to look them right in the eye and say, the way you're acting doesn't align with who you are. You are a child of God. You are an amazing champion. You are a warrior in a good way, in a healthy way, in a loving way. You have a heart that's in alignment with the heart of Jesus. And when you're acting mean like that, that isn't who you are.
0: Correct. It does take, though, retraining yourself. Oh, yeah. If, if you didn't come from a house that already did that, you know, just like everyone, don't don't worry about it. You've probably done it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, though, through the years, as I reflected on how I wanted to parent our kids, I I had to take a deep breath. I was naturally one of those people that would just start, you know, getting upset about mm-hmm. it and like spewing words that were not what I even wanted to say. Yeah. And I didn't even want them to hear it. And so by default, I would have to start taking a deep breath and then even train our kids. When this kind of stuff happens, you need to give me space for a minute so that I can collect myself. And there's nothing. And then that way, then I take a minute. And sometimes I used to even have to walk out of the room sometimes, you Mm. know, and just take a minute and then come back and be like, just like you said, this is not who you are. Yeah. That action does not line up with who you are. Mm -hmm. I'm really disappointed. We're going to have to fix this. I do not like this behavior. Let's fix this. Yeah. Versus screaming, yelling, talking to them in a way that is yeah. disrespectful Yeah, and not who they are. And
1: we'll go into this with a lot of really applicable examples, but Absolutely. it took us a while. And we still have to catch it. And even then, every now and then, we catch ourselves doing it wrong. And then we have to go back to the kids and apologize and then get it corrected. Because the Holy Spirit will really Work on quicken us. us to it. And you know, we'll get that healthy guilt. And we're like, we gotta, we got to fix this. Because... You know, we don't want them sitting in there with those words that we just put in them just, you know, sinking in. And what's
0: great is when, you know, you do come to a place that you're able to kind of, you know, take a breather, correct them in the appropriate way. Um, Their eyes are so appreciative. They look right into your soul. Oh, yeah. And they look at you and they're like, you're right. That isn't who I was. I'm super glad that you caught this. Yeah. And I'm thankful that we can talk about it.
1: Yeah, we have some great stories about this to we do, do in our time. And we the last really one I'll do um, is this, learning how to actually forgive fully. What, the sneeze? Yeah, M- Molly, our dog is sneezing over here. that's so probably the podcast, hey. But if that's the that's the worst that happens, <laughs> we're doing pretty good. You know? Um, least, what?
0: what? What did you say before that effort?
1: Whoa, you interrupted me? No. no. Oh, no. I was just saying that it's really important to know how to forgive fully. Oh, yes. And we're yes. going to talk about what yes. it means to restore the standard where you don't have past mistakes held over your head. They don't, You don't get to get used against you once forgiveness happens. And I will tell you, man, you know, this one's big in our house. Because, it's huge. Because how many times have we had to ask for forgiveness? Well, and, I... and because we modeled this, they, they also restore it with us and don't hold things against us. And so we get to operate with such a level of freedom and like a clean slate around here instead of like this big bag of burden hanging over our back that the next time you do something, I'm gonna pull all this stuff out to, you know, make sure you don't forget about this. And we don't do that here. And it's it's really yeah a major part of the health in our family.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely get into it because we'll kind of teach you a little bit on how how we work through it. When um, you know, not only the kids make mistakes, but when we do. Yeah. And there's been some doozies here. Yeah. <laughs> is what it is, both on their part and on our part. But it's super nice to know that forgiveness is always available yeah. in our family.
1: So we'll get into all these topics more in detail um, in future episodes, but uh, it's going to be fun.
0: Mm-hmm. See you next time. See you
1: next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening and thanks for your love and support. We hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family. It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world.
0: To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time.